to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hey everyone, welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen, and on today's show, we are going to talk about how to coexist with people that you don't actually get along with or like, but for whatever reason, you have to be around them and uh, you need to sort of at least get along for the situation. So um, I think this is going to be a really interesting topic and it's been interesting for me to think about too because um, it's pretty personal and I would think that that would be personal for everyone. So um, I hope that you enjoy this one and I also want to say thank you so much everyone who has rated and reviewed. I am at on, I have five stars on Apple and that makes me so excited and I just got a new review that says love the podcast keep up the amazing show it's so fun to listen to and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it it just makes me so happy when I read those and just so you know those five star ratings are really important to bump me up and um, I really truly appreciate it so Um, Keep up the good work. If you haven't rated and reviewed yet, please take just a second and do it for me. Um, Also, please follow me if you haven't already on Instagram at Better Me Podcast. You can also email me with any questions or comments or topic ideas at bettermepodcast at gmail.com. So after this quick break, we will come back and I will be talking about getting along with the people that you find unlikable. Hi, welcome back. This is Jen and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. Um, today we are talking about how to exist with people that you don't really get along with or don't really like their personalities. Um, I feel like everybody can relate to this topic. It's, you know, there's always going to be people in your life for whatever reason, whether it be at work or in a social situation or maybe even they're part of your family, um, people that you just don't get along with. and how do, you, how do you navigate that? How do you sort of put on a certain kind of a face in order to be around that person or coexist with that person? So just a few thoughts that um, I've had on the subject. And um, obviously, when you are in a work situation with someone, you would deal with them differently than you would if it's a social situation. And um, there's someone close to me that is kind of dealing with something very similar where 
it's a situation at work and the other person is their superior, which, you know, that kind of throws a wrench into things as well. That's a totally different ball game. If it were just a coworker, someone who was at, you know, the same level as you, um, you could easily sort of navigate around that. You probably don't have to do much interacting with them as far as, you know, getting uh, the okay on certain things or getting permission for certain things. Um, but when it's your superior, you do have to be in that position. Um, there's a lot of times that you have to go to them with problems or concerns. Uh, you need to go with them with asks. You know, you need to ask for time off or whatever the case may be. So how do you, in those two different situations, deal with those types of people? And like I said, the person uh, who's close to me who's dealing with that situation, I asked how they are kind of navigating that as far as, you know, that person being a superior. And basically the answer that I got was, you know, you can go to a superior and be completely professional and um, keep things all work-related and on a work-related basis. And, you know, just because they're your boss doesn't mean that you have to smile and laugh and joke and you don't have to get personal. So really just keeping it at a surface level, at a work level, is probably the answer for something like that. Um, as far as a coworker goes, I would say, um, you know, again, keeping things at a professional, you know, work-related kind of level. But, you know, if you have a chance to be able to, you know, not interact with them as much, you know, obviously that is the better way to go. Um, I would also suggest that you wouldn't gossip about them in any way. Um, I, it's, you probably, a lot of times, you know, when you're talking to someone at work that you do get along with and that you are friendly or friends with, you would maybe want to bring that person up. And um, I would say it's probably best to keep it to yourself um, because you just never know. You never know who's talking to who and it's very unprofessional for something like that to get back to a coworker. So, um, you know, save that stuff for your, for your friends outside of work, for your loved one that, you know, if you needed to have someone to talk to about it, you could go to, you know, someone outside of your work. And if it's someone that you're not getting along with because it's toxic, because for some reason they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing at work, then I would say you should immediately go to a supervisor. Um, if someone is not doing their job correctly, if you don't get along with that person because they are unprofessional or, you know, they're breaking rules, then, you know, I would bring that up to a superior immediately. And, you know, that's pretty much like at work, I would say always keeping things where you are going to your immediate supervisor. Um, if you have a grievance 
with someone, um, that's always the best way to go is, you know, who's ever at one level higher than you. Um, and I know, you know, that's kind of how the military is structured. And I think the reason being is because you would never want to go to someone and complain who is just a coworker and kind of get them riled up. So anyway, um, so as far as work goes, just I would say keep things work-related, keep it professional. There's really no reason to be fake in that instance because, uh, like I said, you, you know, you're not getting paid to, to smile at that person. You're not getting paid to joke with that person. So that makes that pretty simple. And just try to keep in mind, too, that you know, if you're working in the same environment, you have a common cause. Um, you know, whatever your, your work situation is, like for instance, I work in a salon. So all of us, our main focus is customer service. It's giving clients, you know, the best possible, um, experience. So just remember that the person next to you, they've got this, the same goal, um, so, you know, maybe that would give you a little bit more of a friendlier vibe towards them knowing that you have a common cause. Um, as far as social situations go, I would say, you know, depending on your personality, um, that will really dictate how you end up dealing with certain people. So I think that, you know, an extrovert would, would be able to maybe fake it a little bit more than an introvert would. Um, and myself, I, we've talked before that I consider myself a quote-unquote outgoing introvert. So sometimes I can fake it for a while, for a little while, and then I sort of hit a wall and I can't fake it anymore. And once I get to that point, um, it's actually super obvious. And there's definitely no fakeness at all. Um, and, you know, are you two-faced if you are trying to fake it? I would say maybe, sure. Um, and in some cases, is that terrible? I. Probably not, depending, you're not like inviting them to, you know, your personal, you know, social situation. So it's probably, you're not going out of your way to say, invite them to dinner. Um, but, you know, a certain amount of fakeness is probably, uh, is probably good. Uh, but an extrovert, I think, would probably take that situation and because they are more gregarious and outgoing and talkative, they could kind of suck those people in and, you know, be able to put on a, a happy face. Um, now, the differences in personalities, I think, like I said, dictate how you would deal with people in a social situation and by that I mean you know maybe it's your spouse's friend maybe it's your spouse's friend's spouse that you know you just it, they're not your cup of tea and you know you do have to to some degree get along with that person 
especially if it's someone who, you know, say your spouse has been friends with this person for years and years and years, you can't expect them to not be around them or for them not to end up being around you. So I think you can, you can be cordial without being, you know, their best friend. So, uh, and in that situation too, I would say avoid gossip, avoid talking to someone else about that person, um, because chances are it's going to end up back in their ear and you will be the bad guy in that case. So, um, just know that going in. Um, or maybe it's somebody who in a social situation is a common friend to your friends. So it's a, a friend group and that person is in the group and you love everybody else in the group, but that person, you know, you don't get along with. Um, I would say just gravitate towards the people that you do like. And, you know, I don't know, I, maybe you can take that opportunity to sort of find out what your other friends see in that person. If everyone else likes them but you you know, maybe you're the bad guy <laughs> and, um, you know, maybe there is something that you could embrace about them. You know, you always kind of want to take the opportunity to figure out, you know, if there is something that is embraceable about someone. Um, and here's the toughest one, I think, and that is if it's someone in your family. If it's someone in your family that... Uh, for whatever reason you can't get along with them that you know every family gathering has ended up with you um, having words with them or you know it's ended in a fight or whatever the case may be um, that's a tough one because there's a lot of times you have to be around those family members if you can avoid being around them Obviously, that's the best way to go. But, you know, Thanksgiving rolls around and, you know, you your Aunt Betty has told you that you look like you gained some weight and wonders when you're having a baby uh, every single year. You know, I, that's the sort of person that you kind of want to avoid. Um, and I would say, again, you know, deal with the people around you that you do love that you do embrace and you know when it comes to family you can love someone without liking someone and that's perfectly acceptable I I I for one feel like you should never be afraid to say no you should never be afraid to take yourself out of a situation that makes you uncomfortable that makes you feel like you're faking it or that you have to be someone you're not. Um, There's nothing more exhausting than trying to be someone you're not. Um, So you have to make sure that you are remembering that you matter too. That it's not your job to make this other person feel comfortable when you're feeling uncomfortable. Um... I have in, you know, so many years of working in the salon and around different personalities, I've definitely been around some 
people, some personalities that I just don't mesh with. And because I do find it very difficult to put on a fake face, to put on a front, I just try to avoid that person. I try to avoid situations where, you know, I have to interface with them um, on a one-to-one basis. Um, And for the most part, I think that's worked out pretty well. And I'm sure that there, that sometimes I can come off being a little, you know, aloof or um, maybe, I don't know, I guess snobby or snotty. And I don't know, I think that a lot of people who are slightly more introverted come off that way. It's really more of a shyness um, and an uncomfortableness. And unfortunately, you know, that it that doesn't paint a very good picture. So if I continually try to remind myself that, um, you know, everybody has good qualities. Everyone has something that you can say, okay, I don't like this, this, and this, but you know what? This is really great. Like if it's your spouse's best friend that you don't get along with, you know, at the very least you could say, you know, my spouse has loved this person. And for that, I, that I can embrace that. I can, I can appreciate the fact that they're a good friend to my husband or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so I, I'd love to get your feedback and find out what you think about this topic. If you have some ideas as far as like how to navigate that sort of thing. Um, I, like I said before, I work in a certain kind of environment that, uh, it is more social. And so I think that's a little bit different than working in, you know, an office setting or something that's a lot more structured. Um, and also I think, you know, gender can be different too. Men, I think, have different relationships with other men than women have with other women. Uh, I think that there's, you know, and that is probably a huge generalization. And I apologize if that's, if that offends anyone. (laughs) But I, I do see... You know, when when a man gets in an argument with another man, it seems like they can sort of brush it off and, you know, it's like, oh, hey, sorry, bro. Okay, yeah, everything's good. And all of a sudden, they're fine. Whereas a woman, I think, holds a little bit more resentment or they hold back a little bit. Um, they might always have that sort of in the back of their minds. Um, and that is just my own personal opinion and something that I've seen myself. So, um, depending on what your work environment is, you know, it can be different or even socially. I, I, you see so many times like two guy friends get in a fight on a Saturday night and by Sunday morning, it's like, Oh, I didn't mean that bro. I had like way, way too many drinks and then they're fine. And, um, the same thing can happen to two women and, you know, it takes a month for them to sort of be friends again. Uh, but 
like I said, the, the whole family dynamic is completely, a completely different animal. Um, sometimes you have to fake it, you know, because for the, you know, for the more comfortable feeling for the rest of your family. Um, and I think you should, I think, you know, you should try to keep things, you know, as civil as possible if you can. And if you can't, then maybe, you know, maybe you make other plans for certain events or family gatherings, um, and kind of take yourself out of that situation. So, uh, yeah, if you have any ideas for me, if you'd like to email me or DM me on Instagram, I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, and let me just give you a little bit of a teaser and tell you that I'm so excited because my daughter is coming home and she is coming for a visit and I have a really special podcast planned for her to be my guest. And I think it's going to be a really awesome subject. So please tune in. And I would like to say Happy New Year. Happy Roaring Twenties, as they're calling it. Um, and, you know, let's start off the year right. Uh, let's meet back here next weekend. I'm sorry that this one was a few days late. But um, we will talk very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.